A handwritten note accompanied them, telling me how much the young artist Jean-Michel Basquiat admired my films and how pleased he would be if I would accept these early works of his as a gift. I threw them in the wastebasket and never acknowledged his note. A few years ago, a Basquiat painting from that period sold at auction for $14 million. At about the same time, a demo recording was sent to me that contained rhythmic soul disco tracks behind a high falsetto voice. The music was original, but not something I appreciated. There was a handwritten note from the young recording artist, whose name was Prince, wondering if I'd consider doing a, quote, music video, unquote, of one of his songs for the fledgling network called MTV. I didn't respond. I never responded. I passed up an ownership stake in Mike Tyson when he was first discovered by Customato. I declined a third ownership of the Boston Celtics and the opportunity to be one of the producers of Star Wars. There were films I directed that I shouldn't have and others that I passed on that were successful. I've burned bridges and relationships to the point that I consider myself lucky to still be around. I never played by the rules, often to my own detriment. I've been rude, exercised bad judgment, squandered most of the gifts God gave me, and treated the love and friendship of others as I did Basquiat's art and Prince's music. When you're immune to the feelings of others, can you be a good father, a good husband, a good friend? Do I have regrets? You bet. Not long ago, I was interviewed by two foreign journalists at a restaurant near Beverly Hills about my new film, Killer Joe, which had just been shown at the Venice and Toronto film festivals. We were talking about filmmakers who changed the course of cinema forever. D.W. Griffith with Birth of a Nation, Orson Welles with Citizen Kane, and Jean-Luc Godard with Breathless. Their work had a lasting impact on all the filmmaking that followed, including my own. The interviewers asked me how I felt about the films being made today. At that point, Two young women came over to our table. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon, and they were the only other customers in the restaurant. They apologized for interrupting, but they had overheard our conversation and just wanted to tell us why they go to the movies. They don't want to wallow in depravity or violence. They want to come away feeling joyful and happy. Fair enough. I asked them what films they had recently seen that qualified for that, for joy and happiness. Bridesmaids, they agreed. Also, the help. I had seen neither, but I knew they were popular. Have you ever heard of Jean-Luc Godard? I asked them. They seemed puzzled. What about Federico Fellini? Yes, they'd heard of him. Can you name a film he made? I asked them. They couldn't.
What about Orson Welles? I put to them. Of course they'd heard of Orson Welles. Can you name a film of his that you've seen? Oh, um, Rosebud, the blonde said proudly. What do you remember about it? I asked. A sled, she answered. Have you ever seen The Exorcist? I asked them. Of course, they blurted out. Did you enjoy it? Did it leave you with a feeling of joy and happiness? Yes, the brunette said emphatically. Well, why? Because it made me think, the brunette said. So a film that makes you think is important too, I suggested. Well, yes, said the blonde. I was curious. What did the exorcist make you think about?